0: Hey y'all! We were just talking about trash. Trash.
1: So good evening, everyone. (laughs) Good evening. Welcome
0: to episode. Episode. I mean, that's all right. Episode
1: sixty nine of the BGKH show with Dominion and Epic, exclusively on Vox Power three seven three. So before we get into it, I got something that's about to change your motherfucking life. So I need you to open your mouth. Need you to close your eyes and open your mouth. And I'm going to put something in your mouth that's about to change your life. See, this is
0: this is how just really bad. Just close your eyes. <laughs> I just want y'all to understand. Open that your mouth. This is how a really bad 1980s porn movie has started. Exactly. All right. So keep your eyes closed. Your eyes aren't closed, honey. My eyes are not closed. My your eyes, are, eyes are, are not closed. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Open your mouth.
1: Your life has changed. There you go. Oh no, no, girl, this is what is yours. This is what you bought you bit off of. That's yours. That's oh, yours. So now you said something wrong with my mouth? No, girl, but I don't <laughs> I I can theorize where your mouth has been and <laughs>
0: <that's>, <laughs> And you talk about my mouth? I mean, just because you got a lazy jaw. I'm a I mean, ray. Listen, <laughs> I'm say. just saying. I'm a ray of
1: goddamn sunshine. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So Well, anyway, a lazy goddamn jaw. So hold on, let me get a bite. This is good. So, this is called a Butter Bar. And it is from my new favorite store, who is not a sponsor by the way. But but you can be. They would never be. Oh. My new favorite store, Balducci's. Balducci's is one of those fancy rich white people grocery stores yeah. where you... Um, where, you know, they've got like a, you know, like a pre-cooked food section. They also have like a regular grocery section where you can buy, you know, expensive soap made from grass. You know, Tide is like, you know, a gallon bottle is maybe ten ninety nine. This is like $40 for six ounces, you know, some shit like that. But the pre-cooked food, this is all like gourmet, is it. And this. You're going to eat the rest of that, honey? I'm going to eat the rest of them, but I'm savoring
0: it. Sorry, I'm savoring Balducci, it. I'm trying to remember last. last, do I remember seeing that Balducci's in Northwest, like Upper Northwest somewhere?
1: No, there are three of them in the area. One is apparently in Manassas. Okay. There's one, oh no, not in Manassas. One is in like Tyson's Corner area. Okay. One is on Old George Georgetown Road in Bethesda. And Bethesda. one is right down by the water in Alexandria.
0: So wait, the one in Bethesda, that's up there. That's going towards, um, uh, what's that old mall? I mean, not the old mall. Uh, it used to be like a... David Democracy Buster Boulevard
1: and all of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Okay. All mm-hmm. right.
0: All right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. She was cute. So
1: I've been fucking these up.
0: How I many you got left? In
1: this box? What? That None. box
0: is empty. But, bitch, how I many you got left? Do I need to come by and, you know, just... There's plenty. There is it? There's plenty at the Balducci's. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I asked, honey. We know
1: that, honey. <laughs> so, and you're welcome to go and get as many as you like from the Balducci's. Well, I
0: appreciate you giving me permission to go and get as much Balducci's butter bars as I can. And possibly you're can. I welcome. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. See this. See that's how. See this is how everything this is what works. What friends do. That's what. That's how everything works. That's how it all works. Yes. Um... Listen, we so listen. BGKH, the blacks, the gays, the kings, and humans, honey. Right. Listen, and we're we, all we, we're we're here. Yeah. Right. There we go. Okay. So, so
1: how was your week?
0: <sighs> Here's why I bought you the butter bar. You know to get your spirit right. So let me just explain that um, I, while I was l- preparing to go out of town to Norfolk, mm-hmm. shout out to Aphrodite and to Canine who came and met me had a really good time went to the damn sushi bar i mean sushi king um,
1: okay. which
0: was actually pretty interesting like i really enjoyed myself at the sushi king place um the it was it was really good like i'm not a really big sushi fan but i had a good time there so anyway and the company was there was, was great as well Alphrodite was like a clown as usual which i didn't really realize and then you didn't know that oh my god she's a mess honey um in the best possible way yeah I sent you that text message about the um, the mess, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so we'll chat about that. But anyway, that anyway, so, yeah, was, was hilarious. I'm a- mm-hmm. only gonna <laughs> say that was hilarious. Yes, yeah. but so anyway, um, that was a great time, and I thank you all for coming out and, and supporting. Um, because I was happy to see some other people there. I was with my coworker who I like. And I love to death, mm-hmm. um, but, but at that particular moment, I was not in the the best frame of mind. And let me tell you why. Okay. The moment I'm getting ready to pull out of my driveway, I mm-hmm. was talking to my roommate. My roommate goes over to the mailbox and grabs some stuff out the mailbox. Uh huh. It was this very thick envelope, and it was addressed from Philadelphia. And I was like, Here "What we is go this?" With the bullshit. I was like, "What is this? This is going to make- piss me off." Hmm. Well, to make a long story short, and I think no, I girl, may take have, as
1: long as you need. No, I no,
0: I because I I'm I'm I'm. Yeah, because I was mad on your behalf when you told me the long and short of it is I am. I got a letter from a family member, specifically Mm -hmm. my uncle. Yes, who is now has gone to a lawyer to draft up a POA power of attorney Mm -hmm. over top of the one that I have. okay, and revoked my power of attorney through this law firm that he's gone through now. I have several issues with do this. Do we cheat him and how? I love my family and I love the fact that
1: N- local niggas do law.com.
0: <laughs> I love my family and I love the fact that listen, we, we all generally have we got that girl that good, good relationships, relationships and good friendships with right. people that will do shit for you. But you I don't know, know
1: there's that one chick or that one dude that graduated at the bottom of his class in law school. When I say the bottom, I mean in a class of 100, he was number 100. He was like at the bottom of his class. And he preys on your fa- your uncle's older, on these older people who don't really know the law. And like, yeah, I could just write another power of attorney on top of a power of attorney that you already got. Any reputable lawyer would be
0: like, you, you, well, you can't do that. So let me let me tell you some more. Okay. So I also believe that we have these friends mm-hmm. that will just do shit that you ask them to do. Mm-hmm. Purpose fine. And look. Like the local dude that'll write to do the law. Let me be clear. That'll give you the right.
1: prescriptions. Let me be clear.
0: I'm need. never I'm never gonna sit back and say that, you know, I haven't had my run ins with the law and mm-hmm. people for whatever. I like I'm never gonna say that. And th- this is how I was raised, this is what my family this is the whole does. epic honesty. And this
1: is what the whole epic family is shysty. So,
0: you know, just <laughs> Hold on, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to that. <laughs> but I love in, that, you, in that same vein, uh-huh. I have a feeling that this is somebody that my uncle know. And I mean, listen, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, this is this is my thoughts. And I and say I'm, this because I'm the Dominion well, family,
1: the Dominion family is shy. I feel like we well, right. are the ones in the and family. And i even. Don't even fuck with the rest of the family because we ain't
0: trying to get involved in that shit. I have shit. to sometimes fight with my own shyness sometimes, but you know, that's that's my own struggle. I do sometimes. I I do. But anyway, so Basically, mm-hmm. this particular letter, and it was two pieces. It was the power of attorney. It was also some was Maryland, of the Maryland. Was any misspellings in it? It was a Maryland financial responsibility thing. Not only, wait, not only, wait, not only were there inconsistencies in the letter, I'm mean, in the power of attorney, because it said it gives my uncle, my mother's son, power of attorney. There was also a question about. And I don't even know if I should be talking about all this, but I'm going to say all this. I'm going to say this in as general terms as possible. There's a question mm-hmm. about who these witnesses were on these on these on this particular form. Because Boo Boo and Ray Ray from around the corner. Well, b- Boo Boo and Ray Ray sisters oh. from around the corner. And the problem that I have is, A, you are not a notary, maybe my uncle. B. So it's not, not even a notarized document? She doctor? has never left the facility. Mm -hmm. And see, I remember when I went and had this power of attorney done that I literally had to take my mother there with me to the lawyer and the the witnesses that were there were actually employees that actually came into the room after after he sat with my mother one on one and asked her several questions to figure out what the hell was going on and where she was and whether or not she really wanted to do this. Then everything was signed. So. On top of all that, son versus uncle versus power of attorney versus the, I don't know who these chicks are from out of town, on top of the handwritten information on here, I done got pissed off. Mm -hmm. And this is what my drive down to Norfolk looked like. And another
1: thing, Fuck all. No, fuck all you I'm bitches. sitting
0: in the car with, again, my coworker. I, I like I like him. I I, I, I can't even say I love him because he's cool. He's, he's very cool. But That's at that, that moment, met. yes, mm-hmm. at that moment, I really wasn't trying to hear him. And it was it wasn't just him. Was it was not anybody. It was just anybody. Like at this moment, I just needed quiet. silence, like just quiet. Mm-hmm. and i really got like to you was halfway I'm, about to be like girl here's a bus just stop shut the you need to up. get
1: all the way to norfolk because i got to turn around and go back to philly and handle some motherfucking business right now i will be there in time for the meeting to start on monday but i got to go and i got to go right now
0: and i literally had that because com- i had that thought after i got the text message from my little cousin oh was that the 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 text, was this another text message or the one that you showed? I don't think it? I shared that. The text message that... Was well, he told you, said, fuck you? Uh, yeah. Because, oh, you know, okay. I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was because I picked the car up on that Friday and I was like... I could, turn around, I could just turn roll up, up this motherfucker. I could just, I could roll up on her ass and just meet her at her... Do- <laughs> Say that shit to my face, bitch. Like, I really was at that point and I was like... So, again, all of this happening mm-hmm. on top of my mother already being in the hospital because mm-hmm. she had a UTI and all this other stuff and uh, unfortunately... You know, she wound It helped, It affects her behavior and all like all different types of shit. Listen, because,
1: UTI affects you when you everything right. is cold. But the
0: difference is with her, she wasn't able to express what was wrong with her, or what she right. thought was wrong. So then that kind of manifests itself in a couple of different ways. So yeah. listen, there were anyway. I did so all of that. You I was I was, p- I was so we understand. Off. We
1: all know that your mother is suffering from dementia. You imagine <laughs> a normal if you weren't feeling well and you could express yourself. When you can't adequately express yourself, you. Lash out,
0: and so that makes it more listen. difficult. So I we'll understand. So after being at the hospital with her right. for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and the woman had stayed here the night before, and I told her I was leaving, trying to go to work, cause I had something to do for work. Next, you know, we got all that. I'm in the car, and you now sitting there, you just
1: flapping and I'm like, and then and like, girl, and then he wouldn't show up, and, and he, it, you know, it was, it, I was listening I was going to suck his dick, but he and he just keep talking and talking and talking. He literally was saying you know nothing, nothing more. You probably would have stabbed him in the face. (laughs) But literally, Uh it was
0: nothing that he was saying that I really wanted to hear at that moment. And it's nothing that he would have said in any other moment that I probably wouldn't have paid attention to. Because I just wasn't. But I was in this headspace where I was like, I don't even hear what you're saying. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. even. Like, I was just like. And at one point, he fell asleep. And I was like, oh, thank God. God. And I was just like, just let me process. Mm -hmm. So. should have stopped at a bar and be like, here about you? How about you had like ten drinks, real Listen, quick? Listen, <laughs> my ass was rolling. Down. I had this motherfucking Chevy Impala, Chevy Impala. Mm-hmm. I was dropped, which was actually nice, but the motherfucking GPS system or the screen was just garbage. Like you couldn't. It was so difficult to. Mean, uh, mm-hmm. Whatever. So I was just in a bad space. And so when I got there, I had to deal with these the ninety four participants that came up that I'm working with and that were asking these stupid bitches. questions, they asked me shit, and I'm just kind of like. Y'all are making this more difficult for me. And I'm trying and it's me. I realize it's me, but I'm just pulling away from shit. Now I I realized what I was gonna do, which was contact my lawyer and figure out what was going on. Mm -hmm. The lawyer who actually wrote up the POA. And I kinda said to him, you know, he had the same questions. Who are these people? What is this spelling? Why is this his son? What is this? And I was like, you know, I I expressed him, I said, you know, I'm not sure if this is somebody, a friend of family, and it's the lawyer. He said, Oh no, I know the lawyer. I said, Oh, (laughs) okay. He said, But did you read anything in here about anything other than this letter saying that something's been revoked, whatever? And I was like, from what I saw, this it didn't say none of that. He was like, yeah, so these are my rates. This is how much I charge, and I'll probably need about two hours, and so when you pay that, I'll go ahead and respond. Mm-hmm. I was like, so on top of everything else going on in my life, I now have to do that before right. I leave. So I my so week... For L.A. Exactly. Because you're going to L.A. Yes, I am. Yes. Um, And th- listen, we, ha- we had this conversation earlier via text message. You have no... Well, you know this, but Y'all have no idea of how I am at this particular moment. Like I am so looking forward Mm -hmm. to wheels up, landing, being around people that I want to be around, Mm -hmm. not having to worry about anything in that particular moment. Right. And then on top of everything else, taking my fat ass out on a boat so I can sit in the sun like a pat of butter and just spread. I don't want to. I don't want to do like. Listen, there's one or two things I want to do. I just want to sit down and do nothing. I just want to disconnect because when I'm on the water, guess what? I ain't got no cell phone service. I'm good. Like I don't. What the fuck? I need to talk to anybody. Listen, about. I with the last
1: shit. cruise we was on, uh, my little brother was like, "Well, I'm gonna get How am I gonna be?" time? I was like, "Girl, I go I'm on these cruises so I can't be I involved just, with listen,
0: bitches." So I'm looking forward to this, and and so. My week was just, and then on top of that, I had a, another program that we were dealing with at work that is mm-hmm. now going to jump off tomorrow. And I was trying to plan with that. and I'm working with my boss who is great at what she does, but she's that person that will just kind of say to you, so what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? What about this? What about this. And I'm like, I got this. I'm good. Like, what about this is the first what time we? we've been okay. doing okay. this. So we do this. And, 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 I what about got this? What about that? Have I ever not done this? And it's all these things. and In the process of me saying that, I did overlook something. I overlooked the fact that I was supposed to do something before I left because I was leaving. And if you hadn't been busy answering her fucking questions, you would have got everything. Not even that. But if I was in the office, because once I leave, because that's not in my pay grade for me to access my computer, or my laptop, like that's not in my pay grade. Mm-hmm. I don't have a cell phone. I don't have mm-hmm. like I don't do that stuff like my th- this right here. There is nothing on here that says work that I'm ever going to access. You give me a, a work phone or work laptop. I will access whatever you need me to access. But this right here. No, ma'am, we're not doing that. So normally in one of my checks and balances, because I go and check the system, do other things, I would have caught these things. But mm-hmm. it's OK. As I'm doing my regular check and balances today, I found three things that were that were incorrect. I had to reach out to them and for tomorrow and do some other stuff. So, I mean, it's OK. And I, I said a conversation, had a conversation with her saying this is where I am. This is what has happened. This was my fault. So I take ownership of it. This is what it is like. I'm not. There's nothing to lie about. There's nothing. It, this is what it is like. This is what I overlook. So here's where we are. But everything else is under control. I'll see you tomorrow. Like, mm. that's where I'm at. So this week has just been really kind of fucked up. Um, I was also talking to my cousin um, who, love her to death, and I'm not even sure if she's looking right now, but um, she, her husband. Not the one who said fuck you. No. No. Yeah. Her husband. Prostate cancer. Mm. At a very far at advanced stage. They're basically Ooh. in five to eight years and. You know, all types of stuff. And so, you know, on top of her issues, on top of everything else, mm-hmm. life is still moving. So she has her daughter that's still in college. Right. She had to drive to Philadelphia for a birthday party. And so she sent me a picture of her sitting there at the birthday party for her niece with a drink. And she's like, I am trying to smile and keep a straight face right now. Right. And I was like, oh, girl, I understand. Trust and me. And look, wow. I get it. Life goes on. And after all of that, on top of everything else, while we're having conversations and we're just like, catching up and what was, and you know, letting each other know what's going on, She wound up being, like, the guardian angel or, like, the saving saving grace for me to actually be able to finish doing whatever I fucking need to do Mm -hmm. for this trip. So, Mm -hmm. thank you, Kazo, Love you for that. But it's just been a fucked up week. And, like, I'm just hope, And I'm at that anxious point. Not anxious point, but, like. I don't feel like it's gonna, I'm going to pull it together type of thing. Like, okay, well, I still got to do this. And, I gotta, and I'm like, just stop. Just relax. Everything just take gonna yourself. Fine. And it's going to be fine. And I was like, all right, this is what it is. So, listen, so I've just had one in a weeks, But I'm, listen, I'm laying low, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. trying to stay focused. Because as I logged onto to my account, and it said, you have 18 more days to cruise. I said, oh, oh shit,
1: yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And I was like, we yes. Are, we are on
0: the countdown. And then when I put my vacation in and stuff, I was like, my boss was like, you're leaving when? You're coming back when? She's like, that's a long time. I, was I like, know. Yeah,
1: girl, I'm going. Bye. Listen, girls girls at work was talking about, yeah, so uh, we're going to be in Denver next week for this thing, and then the week after, I'm going to come see you. And you, you. get in
0: Wednesday, right? I get in Monday. Oh, you going to Monday. Okay. Yes. I'm going to get it until Thursday. Exactly.
1: Okay. So, you know, he was like, yeah, so, you know, I'm going to come in the week of the 8th. I was like, the week of the 8th, I... <laughs> listen, we did have this conversation like the week that I started. And I've reminded you many a time, the week of the 8th, I'm going to be in L.A., the week of the 13th, I'm going to be in the middle of the ocean. So it's, yeah. it's not going to I mean, y'all, airport still fu- function right. while I'm not there. You might see me at this airport as I'm going out the door. Not even this airport. But, but, okay, l- yeah. listen, okay. Listen, so with, as far as my phone is concerned... Redacted Airlines pays me enough to have the email on the phone. Good for you. And I, fo- no, just be clear. No, no, I'm just saying. Doing work hours, if I'm, I see some shit, and if it's an emergency, but the kind of job that I have ain't an emergency kind of job. And the thing, if, if, if they need me for some emergency situation, then the whole airport is fucked up. Right. Because what? I'm not the, I am not the bitch to call if when some, some shit go wrong. That's not my function for the wait airlines. A
0: wait a minute. So I, I didn't go into work on Monday because of the, the, um, nonsense with the disruption of traffic and all that, the parade and the yeah. protest and all that stuff. So I was like, I'm not going in town. Mm-hmm. My phone rang at 8.30 in the morning. It was my boss who was asking me a question of where's the list for this particular She's like, girl, we all... I was like, I am off. Like, and I love her to death, but I was like, girl, I am off and you're asking me for the... So, But then it dawned on me, she doesn't know how to work the system. She has no idea of how to actually get into this computer system and actually pull up the roster for it. And I was like, the last roster that I have is actually on my desk.
1: Did she call you or she texted you or emailed you? No, no, she called
0: you? me. Oh, I was going to say, because she emailed she you. just be like, I didn't see the email. No, no, she I'm... called me. My email, my work email, although I can probably access it through MSN, but I'm not doing, I, and I've told her, I'm not doing that. When I started here, you all, because I left from one office to the next, that phone that I had, it went with it. So guess what? This position, I don't do anything. That's not in my pay grade. And the fact that I interviewed for the other position that actually has the phone, great. Good for him, because he always answers, answers email, my coworker. That's great. That's wonderful. But that's not in my job description. That's not what I do. Boom. I just, and I love them for it. But you know, hey. But anyway, but it's been a fucked up week. How was your week, Ben? I, I have I'm two novelizing. pieces of
1: advice. One, before you leave. You make sure that facility knows that she is not to leave that facility under no circumstances, and if you can do it, she's not to be alone with any of, any of them people.
0: A, they don't know I'm leaving yet, but I'm going to have to explain to them because I, I don't want them to call me about anything or any other nonsense. Well, you need to designate but somebody that have, you trust. Right, I already have like that Like your set cousin up. or something. I already had that set up, right. Okay. So I, we, we're on the same page.
1: B, you know what this is all about, and oh, I've said I, this to you before. Nothing, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna use language, nothing gets niggas excited more than the prospect of some money or some property that they didn't have to work for and we've already talked about the fact that what you're doing with your mama's house and you're trying to let that go and how these hoes was gonna buy it and they got their shit together and everything and so they trying to get everything under her name under their name so they can take over miss mary's house and live there for free and you know they thinking. You listen. I have listened to you talk about this. Listen, we are the same age. I know exactly how this goes. Your uncle is the same age as same age as my uncles, and they always trying to pull a stunt or a scheme or some something. When my grandfather died, they didn't report that he had died for three fucking years, so that they could keep living in the house. Cause, listen my grandfather bought this house in 19, 1971, it was a hundred, the mortgage on it was like $420 for this 3000 square foot house in Capitol Heights and wow. shit. You know, so, cause if you had had to put it in their name, that mortgage would have gone away and yeah. they would have had to pay for 3000 square foot at the going rate Probably at that like time. Probably
0: something like $2,000 a month. Right.
1: And you know, so it was all of this foolishness or whatever and, anyway so that was a mess so so that's those are my two pieces of advice yeah whenever whenever they say is about your mama don't 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 feel like you know there is no altruism here that doesn't mean that your brother that your uncle doesn't love his sister oh i'm not suggesting that no i am saying that there is a
0: great deal of self-interest in this and the other piece of this is and this is the the other piece of mm -hmm. this is when I my interactions with them I realize that they both become six or seven or eight year old kids when it comes to their sister like that's how they're acting like they're like oh because she is "Uh," she the oldest she is the oldest girl okay but one older and one younger so that's that's how this rolls right yeah so we, I, listen, I get it. They want to protect her. They all, you know, they want to be, I'm the big brother. Yeah, but they're the,
1: trying to protect you from, from her fucking son. Her
0: and I'm like, but I'm like, okay, well. Nah, bro. if they were, I'm if like, they
1: were really interested, if that, if, if, and you, listen, I'm on your side and we, we could, we could talk just like we could right. talk about my father and his uncle forever. I'm, you know, if they had really been interested when she was living in Philadelphia and Why you were like, aren't you there? right. When you were like, well, Hey, can you take, can you take, uh take your sister to this appointment, whatever. Everybody was ghost. People's phone didn't work. You know, no one was home. No one was available. But yeah, you know, my could be, they ass drove up. Right. Took off time for right. work to drive and up. so then and you were like, this. well, fine. Since y'all want to do I'm going to take her down, put her down here where she's closer to me. And then everybody's like, well, we'll never get to see her. Well, you never saw her when she
0: was there right there on the street. So let's analyze this. There are seven people, mm-hmm. seven people. Mm-hmm. One of them is not even a family member mm-hmm. that may go and see her. I'm going to give him credit as a, as a he will definitely go and see her. Mm-hmm. The cousin that just said, fuck you, mm-hmm. she's not going to go see her. Right. Because she has a daughter and, you know, she works and everything else. Mm-hmm. My other cousin, mm-hmm. who came down to visit me, her and her sister, she does the same exact thing and cares for her. I mean, it cares for someone that, that has the same issues that she has. Right. So she's not going to go see her. But, you know, according to the Bible and, and her church and how, what she does, you know, it's all about, you know, checking in with people, but she's not going to go see her. Right. My other cousin, who came down with her, her sister, they haven't really spoken in 11 years. So that relationship, while she's not mad and neither one of them are mad, we can count that out because she's not doing that. Right. The aunt, she takes care of my grandmother. So we already know that that's out. The uncle, which is the one who did this POA stuff, great. You Okay, you want to put her some other place? Okay, great, that's fine. But remember, you can't drive at night, so you can't go see her at night. That Because you said you can't see at night, right? You, that's what you said. You said you can't see at night
1: which is why you could never come take her to appointments or do anything that was anytime time after dusk.
0: And the other uncle that's down here that's now 35 minutes away from her, mm-hmm. he never comes home. So, out of these seven people,
1: you have one, one
0: that right. may go and see her. Right. On a regular basis. And he is not even in a relation to her and will stop by and call her on a regular. I'm going to give him that. Right. So, I was we're, but anyway. we yeah. we know
1: that on some level this is entertaining. To all of you, and that's fine. But this is also, this is I mean, life is real bullshit. There are a lot of people who are our age, slightly older, slightly younger, and in some cases, significantly younger. One of the unfortunate things is that we're all going to, at some point, not all, but there is a strong chance that you mm-hmm. will have to take care of a relative. Yes, they may not have dementia. My father never had dementia, but he was just a cranky old man who never got over the fact that his marriage didn't work out. So he just let himself go and was slowly killing himself. Your mother or father or aunt or uncle or grandparent might be different, but you're going to have to deal with this. So learn from what we're going through. Get, listen, if it falls to you to take care of that person, Please. Treat it as an honor. Do not treat it as a burden because whoever it was that you were being asked to take care of, sacrificed tons of shit for you. They they could have been on cruises. They could have been doing all kinds of shit and so now they need you to take care of them when they're helpless just like they took care of your ass when you was helpless. So that's one. Two, get all your shit together. Please if get you, to you a need a power of attorney and and the, while they are lucid. Lucid. And a, do, Have, it's a difficult yeah. conversation. Have, Have that conversation, conversation now about what they want to do
0: when they how die. they want to do it, when they want to do it, who should be with your alternatives, and right. talk about that openly amongst the family right. and document it with a lawyer. Exactly. That's once you do that, everybody's on the same page, so all the arguments and stuff can start ahead of time.
1: Right. That's it. And as far as you know, listen, most funeral homes while they are alive, you can pay on the something you can pay like twenty, thirty dollars a month or whatever, pay it out of their Social Security or their retirement, or whatever. So, did you at least be halfway or three quarters or all the way paid when they die? And it's then really. the benefit of that is that you already know exactly what it is they want. They've already paid everything. And first of all, if, if, if let's say you do that now and your grandparent doesn't die or your father doesn't die for 20 years, you've already locked in. I, I mean, I hate to make this like a financial calculation, but, but it is. You've locked in a casket in 2039 at 2019 prices. That's already paid for, so start. and they got to give you that because you've got a contract that says this is what we're going to provide. Yep, it comes down to that. Because, listen, you don't want to be like me and my sister. were luckily, me and my sister were, were kind of were, were tight about it, and we were both on the same page. It was like, but why are we spending like ten thousand dollars on a casket? Mm, we ain't doing none of that. Yeah, What's like- the least expensive casket that we can afford that don't have him looking like Boo Boo the Fool? And we agreed on, and that was still three thousand dollars. So, listen have all of these discussions, talk about it openly. Yep. If it falls to you, get your power of attorney. And listen, there's no such thing as canceling out a power of attorney but just by is, writing
0: a document. But there is there, a possibility of a dual power of attorney. It that is, is a possibility.
1: But that and, dual, the only, only person that can do that is either the person who has the existing power of attorney or the person for whom the power of attorney has been written for, so exactly. they, if they were lucid enough to say, I want these two people to handle it, or if they're able to prove in a court of law that there has been abuse or fraud or something by the current holder of the power of attorney, then you can do that. But you just can't get old any old lawyer, you know, um, Joel Niggerstein, <laughs> You ever write that down Joel Nickenstein. Joel Nickenstein on the corner to write old, any old power of attorney and listen spell the documents right if it's spelled right I'm just going to be like well this is well this is bullshit so, so anyway so the only thing exciting I, I did over the weekend because I purposely was like this is a quiet ass weekend for me I did a float on Sunday
0: oh and the thing again yes
1: okay oh it was lovely Uh just felt like it <laughs> just felt like it's like, who can say what <laughs> <laughs> So it I was, was like, yes, yeah. so I still have one more in the package that I bought. So I'm definitely going to be using those whenever I need to, like, de-stress or just, you know, relax and chill or whatever. So that was, that was uh, about that. Other than that, I am prepping for this motherfucking yeah. cruise and this trip because I'm going to be gone for two weeks. In fact, we is, now is as good a time to tell you that after today... Because I'm going to be in Denver next week for work. Oh, yeah. So after today, we will not be back until
0: uh, October the 23rd. Well, wait. We have today. We have the second. I yeah, mean, the that's will not be, be in, in Denver. And then the ninth. Oh, that's right. And I'll be in L.A., here. yeah. We'll see you on the 23rd. Twi- We'll see you on the twenty third. Yeah, we'll see you on the twenty third. See on the twenty yeah. third.
1: Listen, and when we get back on the twenty third, we will have a lot. To talk this is gonna about. be at least a two part episode because we're gonna have a lot, a lot to talk to about. talk about. We're gonna have some remotes because we're definitely gonna do some. Some we can we're gonna, yeah, yeah. we, yeah, can we we're gonna talk gonna about that. Have, yeah. we're do all of that. So let's start. So our Brista, our li- our, my line brother, one of our brothers, uh, Sean, who is um, a sex positive educator, and you know love him to death you know he 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 is very heavily into um uh oxy oxy yeah yeah yeah. just very heavily into um not protesting i'm trying to think of the right word social justice social justice around issues of uh people of color around trans issues and that sort of thing so he said that he was online looking for resources right and he said he wanted to find some education on the BDSM community. Not that he can't get it from Onyx, but, you know, he just wanted to get some, other some more. Yep. So he found this thing called Princeton BDSM. <clears throat> I'm
0: going to let you go ahead and start on this one because I just I, <sighs> I, 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 part right here. I just want to I want to go over that part right there. Yeah, I'll start with here and then you can go here. Yeah. All right. They call themselves it's Princeton BDSM,
1: the Ivy League of BDSM. We are an Ivy League of BDSM. We live the lifestyle as a therapeutic practice, taking a holistic approach. We approach BDSM as a path, a path, excuse me, path, path of personal growth and empowerment. We are vegetarian, gluten, caffeine, nicotine, and alcohol free. Pause. Immediately, I'm out. Yep. (laughs) I'm out (laughs) immediately no meat no liquor I'm out (laughs) no No meat meat, no no liquor I'm out listen I don't even drink coffee like that but no caffeine no nicotine I mean listen and no gluten no bread bitch I'm out I'm out I'm out I'm out I'm out anyway we have an extensive extensive facilities two BD studios suspension equipment a two person sensory deprivation tank Dog cages, sauna, jail, massage room, stocks, Saint Andrew's Cross, 10 person hot tub, which I'm not gonna get in. We, we, because <laughs> I just already know that those vegetarian, gluten, caffeine, Ooh. and nickey, nicotine, mm. nicotine, and alcohol free mm. fools don't bathe. Mm. Where, where was I? Where was I? Sauna sorta, sauna 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 well no no ten person hot, hot tub. tub and myriad instruments which they never clean, I'm sure. Our services include master slave, excuse me, master submission training, kinky dinner parties, full of bland, tasteless food, and lectures, which I'm sure there are plenty. We also have space for coloring ceremonies, rites of passage, and any other events. We are looking for open-minded individuals. Please hold that in. Hold that Mm. in in, in mind. Mm. Open-minded individuals who are interested in evolving. Keep that word in mind. Mm -hmm. Circle that. Our trainees are held to the same high standards to which we hold ourselves.
0: We'll come back to that as well. Mr. Epic, I turned over to you. Yeah, so here's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. This was under the facts, the FAQs, by the way. And as I look at their page, I was trying to figure out, like, well, I was like, well, okay, I'm looking at the pictures, and I was like, mm, I saw the little toys, and I was like, okay, this is an interesting collection of toys. And I said, okay, well, it's not much that, I've se- that I haven't that I have seen or I haven't seen other brothers that have this extensive amount, but I get to this FAQ page, and it says, ask these questions of how do I join or whatever. But no, this, girl, there was only, only one FAQ. Yeah, this is the only question, I'm sorry, normal FAQ pages have other questions, but this is the only question on the page. And it says, and I quote, Can I become a house member if I'm overweight? So right there, I was like, this is some bullshit. (laughs) There we go. Let me quote you what is actually on their page. It says, weight is a sensitive issue, and we acknowledge the physical, psychological, hormonal, and other difficulties associated with it. While we prefer a healthy, fit, thin, and curvy female, we will accept others only if They are willing to change their food habits, addictions, allergic reactions, inflammations, obsessions, compulsions, etc., while learning from us. Let's stop right there. You said a healthy, fit, thin, and curvy female that we will accept. That's a lot. Healthy, fit, thin, and
1: curvy. So, you have this okay. Jessica Rabbit fantasy that's of this what, perfect right. little submissive, so that whole conversation that you were looking for. She, and listen, I'm not suggesting that those kind of women don't exist, but right. you are looking for a fantasy, not a real woman.
0: And for me, you just said female, so I was like, Oh, I'm out. So, I mean, while I appreciate the human, the, the, the human body and the female body, that's it, it's just females. Okay, well, I mean, all right, cool. But and again, and so you're only you, know, say you, you but you, you specifically offer, say females only. So right, you,
1: you say your services include master submissive training. So that's not necessarily just this. So you, that's not that's what, not what always this got to do. Right. So I don't understand what what healthy, I guess, but healthy is takes healthy? a range right. of terms anyway. Finish. So anyway, so then it goes what into. Was, can we can we pause also on the, if you're willing oh, yeah, to change your food habits? Okay, okay. your A- addictions. addictions. Okay, allergic, allergic reactions. reactions. Bitch, I how the fuck are you going to change allergic reactions?
0: How are you going to change that? If you put
1: shrimp in my plate, listen. I th- so this is for women. So I am only like allergic to shrimp. My sister,
0: if you fed her shrimp, she would die. Listen, but she got to change her. Allergic but she got reactions. to change
1: her allergic reactions. As well as our inflammations,
0: obsessions, compulsions. Um, Do you understand what an obsession or a compulsion is? An
1: obsession is uh, fit, healthy, thin, and curvy (laughs) to the exclusion (laughs) of all others and trying to fit some bitches into the mold. And so can I interject here? When you go to the pages, listen, we are all beautiful in the eyes of God. Absolutely. All beautiful in the eyes of God, but sometimes only in the eyes of God. How are you... To us, let's just assume that we are, we accept we're going to accept for the sake of this argument that healthy fit thin, and curvy is beautiful, so if you are asking for fillet mignon, how are you not even going to look like chop steak i'm waiting you listen you I'm, I'm you, waiting. you already know from this description what these dudes look like, and they do not look listen this ain't no um Jamie, Jamie Dornan, or whatever the dude was who was in Fifty Shades of Grey, who was about a halfway decent looking dude. First it's of all, right. neither, none of these dudes are billionaires because you know, billionaires cover up a whole lot of ugly. Yeah, they do. You know, but they're not billionaires and they don't look like that dude. No. So but they want all of these beautiful women to come and flock to them. This sounds like some old bullshit. But we end up locked in, a,
0: in this fucking dog cage, but wait. Starve to death. But it gets better mm-hmm. because they also say you know, all these uh, inflammations, obsessions, compulsions, etc., while learning from us. Mm-hmm. And then they say, and please don't use the genetic excuse. There is no such thing in addictions, there's no such thing in addictions or obesity. As a matter of fact, genes are now known to respond to the internal and external environments you give them. They are not the masters of your fate. You are. That's hotepery right there. Mm-hmm. Now, That's white
1: hotepery right there. Now To say baby. that... Your genes respond to an external stimuli. No, girl, that's not how genes work. You may choose to respond to an external stimuli. You may choose to ignore the uh stimuli uh, the signals that your genes are expressing but you can't change what your genes are you doing most certainly honey. cannot
0: but but this i mean I'm, you can
1: do gene therapy but gene, they ain't talking about gene therapy wait, they're listen, not talking about having you go listen. and injecting you with some shit and you know getting rid of your uh sickle cell gene and replacing it with a healthy gene they ain't talking about all that but, they're talking about you getting skinny because they say get skinny and if, shit if that shit worked then i'd have i'd have never been fat
0: and as a person that goes up and motherfucking down, and I'm still on the upcline at this mm-hmm. particular point, fuck you. That's, that is exactly what my, fuck you. That is my commentary on the Princeton BDSM, fuck you.
1: And this assumes that one wants to be the Ivy League of something. So when I first saw this, I was like, so. Are we still talking about this? Oh, because I just wanted to get this in because I okay, thought it was a all cute all right, saying. I'm sorry. I I say the Ivy League of BDSM. So does that mean they pay twice as much for as people do for regular BDSM, but they're half as competent?
0: Thank you. Good night. So as I go on to the next page, um, I read. So, okay, right now. I'm I'm trying not to give too much light to this story, but I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up. So, you know, right now we're in the middle of or the beginnings of an impeachment for Trump president. This this is what we got going on. Mm -hmm. I came across this very interesting article um, in The New York Times. and It was online talking about why Trump. Because, listen, we all know he has done some asinine things. He's done some childish things. He's done some thievery. He's done some trickery. He's done some lying. He's done all these all the above. Mm -hmm. Let's keep in mind that he has a cabinet that is set up and also not just from his cabinet. Because Mike Pence is not the first choice of anything for me at all. But there are other things that are coming into play, and there are other things that will be affected if this impeachment process, because it is starting, goes through and he is impeached. So this interesting article that I found um, was it was the author was Frank Bruni. And it was in his free weekly newsletter. And it's a very long article. But these are just some of the things I just highlighted from this article because I thought it was just amazing. So it said, from the moment that Trump stepped into the office of the presidency, he has degraded it with words that a president has no business speaking or tweeting, with ceaseless lies, with infantile and often unhinged behavior, with raging conflicts of interest, with managerial ineptitude, with a rapacious ego that that's never sated. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And whoop. Yeah, you got it. There we go. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's no, there uh, back. There we go.
0: And with foreign dealings that compromise America's values, independence and interests, how can principled lawmakers not tell him in the most emphatic manner available that enough is enough? But there's no way to say what happens now that a formal impeachment um, inquiry has been opened. I'm skipping through and I'm reading parts Mm -hmm. of this. Any scenario is possible, including one which impeachment redounds to Trump's benefit and increases the chances of his reelection because he paints himself as a martyr, eludes conviction in the Senate, frames that as exoneration and watches his fans mobilize and turn out as never before. And a second Trump turn would just be the sadly suboptimal byproduct of a noble stand. It would be disastrous now okay but hold on now but while an impeachment p- impact on november 2020 is unknown is unknowable its effect on us as a nation is almost certain a dangerously polarized and office vi- often viciously par- partisan country would grow more so with people on opposing sides hunkering down deeper in their camps and clinging harder to their chosen narratives so these people that you are actually working with that feel that they can come out and say whatever they want to on the sly and trying to get a little bit of base they're going to wind up doing a little bit more of that. So just keep that in mind. Impeachment should terrify you because it would mean a continued, relentless, overwhelming focus on Trump's lawlessness, antics, fictions and inane tweets. He would win in the short term and all Americans would lose because as a, as long as most of the oxygen in Washington is consumed by the ghastly carnival of this Barker, there's too little left for the nation's very real problems and for scrutiny of his substantive inadequacy in addressing them. I have thoughts. Do you please. have thoughts? I, 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 I d- please jump in because there's last three pieces I'm going to read. My thoughts are the following. Sometimes
1: you got to kick a little ass to get some respect. So that's to that's to start. The problem is that so you know you know how you deal with a bully. You cannot let a bully keep fucking with you. At some point, you gotta, you gotta be strategic about it. Learn this lesson from a Young Dominion. Young Dominion was a lovely, happy, roly-poly you know, person who didn't seem to let anything bother him. And people assumed that because I didn't like to fight, that I couldn't fight. I was good for taking a punch until it got me in a position where I could get you. Case in the case in point. His name was Bandrew Bummer was his name. Bandrew kept pushing me. Kept pushing me. He was making fun of me because I was in the seventh grade carrying um, a briefcase. My grandfather had given me that briefcase. I didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about that. Everybody else had a backpack. I had a briefcase. Kept all of my books, all of my books, in that briefcase. He kept fucking with me. We get on the bus. We get on the bus. We go on the bus. We get on the bus. He keeps pushing me. He's pushing me. He's pushing me. He's pushing me. Till there comes a point where I know that. If I get his ass, he can't go no further. So I'm, I just let him keep pushing me. Like a couple of times, he knocked me down. Kept pushing me, kept pushing me, kept pushing me. I got up and clocked that motherfucker in the head with a briefcase full of books. That was the first time. The last time I got into an actual physical fight, freshman year of high school, dude kept pushing me, kept pushing me, kept pushing me. Wait until we got to the locker room. We all in our underwear now, very vulnerable time for me because, you know, I hadn't gotten excited and learned to love the skin I was in, you know. So, you know, he's pushing me, pushing me, talking about my about my breasts, my man boobs, and, you know, flicking them and wanting to do all of this shit. Waited till he got in that corner, took that uh, uh, locker door, slammed it into his head like 15, 20 times. So my point is... We have been pushed and we've been pushed. And we've been pushed. And the problem is, is that everybody we got to put out, keep our eyes on the goal here. Everybody that's on this one side of the coalition don't always agree on everything. We need to put all that other shit aside and move forward on this thing because they're united. They don't all agree on the same shit either, but they're all united in. We hate Negroes. We hate gays. We hate Jews, we hate women, we hate trans people. Barack Obama was for all of that, and he was black. Let me, when people tell you, you know, I I, I like Donald Trump because he says with me, what he says is that he hates Negroes and foreigners. He says it in ways subtle and overt. And the people on that side will do anything to keep that man in power including overlooking you know shit that is like blatant in their face that like if anyone else if bill clinton had did half of it and we're not even talking about the black president if bill clinton had done half of the shit that this man had done you know sucking getting his dick sucked in the old office would have been the least of his concerns so that's what their coalition is held together it's held together around the hatred of certain groups. So, all those groups, for better or for worse, need to hold together. And we need to hold our politicians accountable. That's why America is not going to. There's lots of ways to get other shit done while, you know, the impeachment is not the only thing happening in the whole fucking world. <clears throat> it's only going to happen if we hold. Uh, the leaders in the House and the Senate, the House where we have that well, majority. Yeah, because. And yeah. the Senate where we could, you know, at any in, moment. In another, yeah, in another. We, right. So we have to keep that pressure up on our leaders and we have to force our leaders to grow the spines that we need them to have. Because if we back down once again, then hell yeah, they're going to feel emboldened. But this man responds negatively to pressure. So you keep fucking up. You keep, you, we keep apply, apply that pressure. He's going to keep fucking up. And the last thing I'll say on this child, he released that transcript today. Like he was like, I ain't do nothing. And here go this transcript where well, he literally did exact. He kept saying, I never said Listen. anything to Ukraine. First of all, why the fuck are we asking the Ukraine of all nations? Why are we asking Ukraine to dig up dirt? I understand. I'm not agreeing, but I understand if he had been like, Hey, Russia, I need you to get this he dirt. He did
0: that because he held back, he said that if he didn't, well, he didn't say that. So he, he did extorted them he Basically, is what he, he did. extorted them for because he was holding back funding Right for them. So, yeah, I, I know. I was just being Well, no, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, you well, know, to them. so
1: literally... He said, I never asked him to do anything and he's literally, this is the, this is the redacted transcript of the conversation and in the redacted transcript, he literally says all the shit that he said, he never said. So when we see the actual unadulterated call, I can't even believe what's going to be in that. The best, This this is an, an audience of idiots and they're protected by people who so, who are so invested in white supremacy and capitalism. That they will do anything to keep this man in power, but we have the numbers. All we need is the will, right? And we have to force those who we've elected. And even if you didn't vote, you still got to you whatever you, well, whatever you. Let's change that because your ass needs to vote,
0: right? But anyway, so I, that's I, so. I'm sorry, I didn't get your off. No, that was it. Um, but so my closing argument is uh, on this: is the best picture or thought that I have of this man, Donald Trump is that caricature uh, the not even the caricature but it is, it is a caricature but it's the actual balloon of him in a pamper with in his, his little head little red hair going up to the side he's looking like a baby that is the best visualization that i can think of the best image i can think of for him because that's exactly how he acts like yeah. a spoiled pampered child but that's my yes. anyway on to some more positive things Yes. today september the 24th um 32 years ago, in 1987, A Different World premiered. Yes. Can you believe that? It's been 32 years? I know, right? Like, listen, if you've never watched A Different World, it started off with Lisa Bonet, it was a, a spinoff from The Cosby Show, Yes, where Lisa Bonet uh, went to college. or the, the, She went the, to Hillman. She went to Hillman College. She was Denise Huxtable on the show, on um, the uh, Cosby Show. Yes. And then she wound up going to Hillman. Her first year- That was
1: her, that was both Cliff, uh, Cliff and Claire's alma
0: mater. Yes, <clears throat> and so she was there. She had three roommates, or was it two? She had two roommates. Phoebe, was that? It was, was that Marissa, Cates? Marissa, Marissa Tomei. Tomei. I get them all to get confused. In the way. Yeah, yeah. Marissa Tomei yes. and C- was Cree her roommate, or was she just in the dorm with them? I can't remember.
1: Freddie wasn't even that sh- in the show at first.
0: But she, there was another girl in the in the dorm. J- with her.
1: I thought it was Delissa.
0: Oh, Jaleesa, that's right. Yeah, so Jaleesa. Jaleesa. So it was Marissa and Jaleesa. Marissa And, Tomei, and Sinbad and John played Lewis. like the... Sinbad Dorn, was the dorm the father dorm, or whatever. Yeah. And it, so listen, let me be clear. The first season... It was a little... It was... It was but they rewrote it. it and,
1: and, and So the first season, they didn't have Debbie Allen involved. No, they did not. And then after the first season, when they realized this shit wasn't working... Bill Cosby fired all board. of the people, not fired, but he got rid of like the writing staff and everything, brought in Debbie Allen, because I don't think Bill Cosby actually went to a black college. Uh, I think he was supported, listen, are we not talking about he, Bill Cosby now? No, no, no. We're no. talking about Bill, Bill Cosby. He went to like Temple. He went to Temple, but I think, well. I feel like he was a supporter of Morehouse, but I don't think he, I, don't think he ever it, went he to He was a, a big supporter of Temple. I don't
0: know if he went to Temple or not. I, I know he he went to temple I'm pretty uh, sure he didn't go to yeah. an HBC. no he didn't he didn't go to an HBCU and so HBCO. the point
1: was is that they needed somebody who actually went to a black school to lead that show yes. Debbie Allen went to Howard University yes her sister who don't everybody don't know Felicia, Felicia Rashad. Rashad Felicia Ayers well, Allen well yeah Debbie Allen, Felicia Ayers Allen, right. both alumni of Har- How- How- Howard. Howard. Mm-hmm. Howard University, you know, so they were able, she was able to bring in.
0: And Miss Felicia, Felicia Allen at that time, mm-hmm. she could dance yes, as well.
1: And um, so she brought in an entirely different perspective yes. to the show. And as our brother Elimination was saying earlier, that was responsible for a lot of people between Nineteen eighty-seven and ninety-four, when the show went off the air, that's a reason a lot of people went to HBCUs. I know college and HBCUs in general, period. Because you know, my both of my parents went to Alabama A and M, but it was no way, no way in creation. Uh, I was going to any school in Alabama, yeah. none, none. Have fun with that, <laughs> none. But uh, I did go to Florida A and M University, and you know, so I can credit a different world directly with uh, my decision, and I remember my freshman class, it was a lot of people that were like, I'm here. Well, a lot of reasons, but you know, it right. could also be tied to the positive portrayal of life yes. on an HBCU campus yes. uh, at a different world. Now, the indictment to HBCUs is that, and it's not just spam you, but I know a lot of people that was like, my experience at, was not a, like at that. North Carolina A&T, Howard, FAMU, Morehouse, Spellman was not like that at all. Right. Them Negroes was just there to do a job. They one not like, you know, the janitor who happened to have a couple of dollars, couple of thousand dollars in the bank and when you couldn't pay your tuition you know, he lent you the money and was like, pay me back whenever, like he did for, what was the black girl's name? Uh, the dark-skinned girl, Kim. Uh, yeah,
0: Kim. Yeah, like he did for Kim, down don't happen. Girl, if you don't have the money, you out. Yeah, you And know? they were very, they, listen, for me, and I did not go to HBCU, I went to University of Pittsburgh. Um, and Duquesne. I that was for do, graduate. That was for school. graduate school. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. but that that time frame—it was amazing. It was yeah. absolutely amazing to be a, a, a black kid going away to college and be and to come home to these positive images. On top of, but I'm gonna tell you what actually sold me on college all the way around mm-hmm. was school days. Of course, listen, school
1: days. I was like, this. we listen. about to go and party and listen. bullshit and have us a good old time. That was like every like that because we me, were to at the same time. Right, that movie came out. We were um, in tenth
0: grade. Was it the 10th grade? 10th grade. 1980. I feel like it was. L- well, I didn't go see it until
1: 10th grade. It was. L- I feel like it was later than that.
0: In fact, it may have come out the summer in between our 9th and 10th grade year, but I think it was I 10th thought it grade. was 10th. Tenth-
1: really? Whenever it was, I just remember my freshman That's year cool. of college. We must have watched.
0: 1988.
1: Okay, I was going to say, because I felt like it was later, because we must've, my freshman year you know of college. I, saw I remember
0: I, I know I saw it in 10th grade. Cause I went, it was, it was, it started in build, 1988. It couldn't be. that wasn't 10th grade.
1: That was no, junior year. It was
0: building up. You know how to go through like the small film festivals. And, you know, oh, yeah, so that's, yeah, and okay. I went to go see it at a very small. Yeah, I, yeah I only yes. saw it
1: in the theater. And I remember yes. because like 30 of us went to see it. And it was so many of us that we were like sitting in the aisles in the theater to see this. You know, remember that, the, you know that theater in Marlow Heights? That's like yeah. the hood theater. Yeah, the they, used be the, joint. They, used, they used to be the joint to go Listen, to. I just they went used, over there the other day to go see something, but I, <laughs> like, I got the, pissed off. But they anyway. used to be the spot to go to. And remember, we, was, we were sitting there watching it. And yeah, school days, my freshman year, we used to watch that movie. We watched that movie at least of once, uh, once a week. And I remember it because um, all of the RAs were alphas. Okay. And so they were watching, the, you know. They would turn up the sound, you know. I, I'm doing this for the phone, you know. Don't, don't, right. don't need nobody trying to come and calm yourselves, you know. They used to turn up the volume, you know, during that part, and then they, you know, start doing their chants and stuff. I was like, girl, we try trying to watch the fucking movie. Listen. Anyway, so, yeah. But anyway,
0: so shout out to uh, all the stars of that. Cree Summer, Jasmine Guy, Sinbad, Daryl Bell, Jada Pinkett Smith, Dawn Lewitt, Jennifer Lewis, Lisa Bonet, Glenn Turman, Kadeem Hardison, Sharnell Brown, Mar- Marissa Ture, Loretta Devine, Karen Molina white and Mary Alice. From, yes. Um, uh, the Matrix. So, uh, uh, and there what? were several other people as well because there were wh- several wh- other people. Wh- co- Who was Loretta Devine? Loretta Devine was on the show for a minute. She actually played... She yeah she played mm-hmm. um, she played the not the mother she wasn't the dorm mother she, actually yeah I think she was she was the dorm mother and I think then after her then Jennifer Lewis came in
1: well I don't remember that Jennifer Lewis was I the, remember Patty I am mean, sorry
0: Jennifer Lewis was the dean because she was walking around like you're on no my yeah list. that
1: was Jennifer Lewis right Patty LaBelle played uh, what's name's mother Kadee, uh, p- played Dwayne's mother yes and was it. Uh, D- uh, Diane Carroll
0: it was either Diane Carroll
1: who was uh, Whitley's mother yes
0: yes yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. so yeah but it was it was a great and again positive images of black people it was amazing so yes yeah, so, thank you for that
1: and lastly we want to give some shout outs uh, we want to congratulate our brother Tiger Onyx of Onyx Great Lakes who is Mr. Michigan leather 2020 did you see the uh, picture that Ken Ken Posted with the grandbabies, and they had they had tiger's black ass face on this white baby. It was like my grandbaby. It was hilarious. Not at all racist or anything like that. It was he was just showing it was his okay. grandbaby. It was all hilarious. Right. Okay, hilarious. And we also want to thank, uh, say, give shout outs to our newest brothers of Onyx Deep South, Tenacious Onyx, Puss Cat Onyx, or Circus Onyx. And Terray Blade Onyx. Also, uh, our brothers in Onyx Midwest, congratulations, uh, our pledges for Onyx Midwest, congratulations, they did their demos. Uh, SoCal South Southwest chapter celebrated four years. years. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm going to give him a shout out, but I'm also going to throw a little bit of shade. Uh, Mufasa <laughs> Ali on the cover of the Leather Journal. That bitch stole my look. Did you see that? Did you see that bitch in there with that crown cocked at the angle? I was like, and with his arms crossed. I was like, that bitch stole my look. Listen. That bitch stole we will, my we will, look.
0: We will be on the boat. Uh-huh. Listen, listen, I won't throw ticket- that,
1: listen, I won't throw that bitch
0: off, but listen, I will not throw that bitch but off. But here's what's gonna happen. Your t- your front row tickets to the Wet Pocket Books reunion cruise, you might not be in the front row. Now your husband, we're gonna put your him husband, right in the front row. Your husband can come Where right you're, you're, you're in the front row. But you might not be in the front row. I'm just saying. Way in the back. I'm just saying. Way in the back. And last but not least, um, Onyx Mid-Atlantic, our chapter, has actually opened applications for new pledges. So you can go onto our website and actually look at that information. That's www.onyxma.com. And we will look forward to seeing you out there um, and uh, getting to know the brothers. So, But anyway, we have took up a lot of your time on the airways, and we are out of time here. So... Uh, The BGKH show streams live on Wednesdays on Voxwave.com, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available on YouTube every Friday. You can search for VoxPower373 and look for the BGKH show with Dominion Epic. Currently, we're able to host a live studio audience. If you can't make it and you can't be in our audience, you can always give us a call. The number is 240-719-2560. One more again. That's 240-719-2560. Um, and if you cannot call in and you can't make it and you can't view us online, you can always reach us on all of our social media pages. Yes. You can reach me um, at Epic Onyx on Facebook. If you, look, if you search for that, you can also find me on Instagram at I am Epic Onyx. And you can find me on Twitter at Epic Onyx One. Dominion, how can I reach you?
1: uh at dom onyx on twitter and instagram facebook.com slash dom onyx and www.domonyx.com so um
0: today has been a great show it has um it's been it's always a pleasure being here with you guys we are going to be out and about So for the next couple of weeks, you guys are going to catch some reruns. And remember, we won't be back until the 23rd of October. We will have lots more to talk about.
1: I'm going to talk about, there might be slight shenanigans in Denver. This slight. Oh, because I'm only going to be we're there. In De- we're in Denver, okay. I'm yeah, because I'm only going to be there overnight. I was
0: like, "Bitch, you are set up for shenanigans." There's this?
1: going to be lots of shenanigans in LA, and that's even before we get to blackout. When blackout starts, there's going to be shenanigans, you and then on the cruise, my slave and my sub are coming, and there's a few other people on the, the trip who want to, you know, get their backs broke in. So the cruise
0: is going to be shenanigans. I am sitting here with my halo and I am just, as he mentioned earlier about him being a ray of goddamn sunshine. It's a lie. I am the sprinkles of baby's breath from all the cupids that are strumming their harps. Well, on that lie, thank you all for coming out. God bless you and good night. Business owners, looking for a place to advertise your business and promote your products and services? Vox Wave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Voxwave now features a streaming radio media player on our website's front page, where local artists can get their music played 24-7. For more information on getting your music in rotation or to perform live at our studio, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455.